gracious, it's hot out here. Ugh, can you believe these robes? Yeah, it's really hot. I was, I was hoping we'd do this tomorrow, because then we'd be indoors with the storm. Oh, gosh, this is just... Hey, that's a nice robe, though. I yeah. did, did you rent that, or...? No, this is this is, this is what I bought from, uh, from the, the, from the, the bookstore. bookstore in Notre Dame, yeah. It's oh, not that's... cheap. It's way overpriced. Oh, but it's so but, cool looking. Hey, yeah. hey, is that one of our TAs walking past? Uh, who, who knows, man? We've Do, been online for so long. I don't think I don't think I could recognize them even if I had to. Yeah, I, that's kind of I mean, sad. I mean, taking a shot in the dark, it's like, you know, we have like 15 TAs here somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Good gracious, look at this line. This is going to take forever. Yeah, there's too, we... there's too many people with this degree. We need to fail more people. Hey, wait, mm. I, th I thought I failed that guy. Whoa, I could have no. swore we caught that guy cheating. We did. Why is... Uh, whatever, man. I don't know. Hey, I, I just... I forgot we have to record a podcast. Do, I think we've got time. Do you think we could sneak out and go do that and be back yes. before they're done? I mean... There, there are a lot of names. There um, are a lot of names. Hang on, hey, yeah. they, they just started with that Aronson kid, so I think I think we got a bit of time. Oh, okay, hey, hey, uh, excuse us, uh, yeah. we're gonna... Sorry. Excuse, hey, Sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh, so, oh, that was your robe. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Hey. Sorry, uh, hey. Sorry hey. I did not mean to sweat on you. Sorry. Oh, uh, ew. Oh, that was gross. All right. It's oh. hot. I, I think <sighs> we're far enough away now. Uh, <sighs> did you happen inside? to... It's hot. Okay, let's go, let's go inside. Alright. Right. Hey, did you- did you bring the intro? Yeah, I, I- I- let me pull up on my phone, hang on. Oh, hey, uh, some speculation on the Elden Ring DLC. Excited oh, for cool. that. Might be Oh, it. that's nice. Alright, uh, hey, here we go. intro! Grade request where two college professors take a second look at questions and answers from around the internet and from you, the listener. My name is Professor McBurney. And my name is Professor Mark Sheriff, and it's graduation! Huzzah! It is. Good glory, it's hot. <laughs> it really is actually hot. It really, graduation was very, very warm. Very, very, very warm. But it was, it was, it was a toasty day. It was a quite toasty day here in, in Charlottesville. Matter of fact, it was so toasty. It is still toasty. Hey, I, I'm sorry. I have to keep up the. I have to keep up the fiction here. It's so toasty that um, UVA actually went to the inclement weather plan for the second day of graduation because it was going to be so hot. I'm I'm pretty sure the severe thunderstorms and the sideways blowing heavy rain might have also done something with that. Maybe I don't know. I was I was inside editing a video for the incoming kindergartners <laughs> at Amanda's Elementary School. I'm not even kidding. That's exactly what I was doing all day yesterday. Yeah. Was 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 editing this video. Well, Sorry why, that we. Why would you be kidding about that? Is that some euphemism I'm not aware of? Yeah, you know, I was last weekend. I was editing a video for kindergarten. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what you mean. I, I assume you were editing a video for kindergarten. No, you need to spell that one out for me. So, uh, sorry we missed an episode last week. The end of the semester was rough on McBurney, and the beginning of summer has been has been rough on me. As a matter of fact, the tables have now turned. McBurney is now the one not teaching, and I'm the one who's teaching every single day. So, 
Yeah, but I got I guess like I, four weeks of that before it switches again. That's true. Yeah, then then the couple of minutes will be come up. But it was nice going to teach video game design today when I packed my my bag with all of my ancient video game systems and old Nintendo Power magazines from 1992, 1, and 0, and laid them out on the table, and the students were like, are these all yours? And I was like, kid, this is just a sampling of my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I used to have a bunch of uh, big Nintendo 64 collection, and uh, my brother sold it to buy, like, a college football game. Oh. You know, but, I mean, you know, like, that 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 accrues in value uh, incredibly well. As we know, annual sports releases uh, do really well. Uh, but, you know, it's not like it's not like Mario Party 2 or Super Mario Bros. 64 or the Pokemon Stadium games or, you know, it's not like GoldenEye. It's not like any of those are valuable. Super oh, Smash Brothers. Go. not like those have a lot of net worth these days. Oh, and I, I can tell you're not bitter at all. No, not let's at all. Get let's get back to graduation and exciting things, because I want to talk about all of the cool robes that everyone was wearing. So, I, okay. Hey, hey, everyone. The beginning was just a goof. What does your robe look like? Do you did you have the official Notre yeah, I, Dame? I do actually. So it is it is mostly uh, blue. It's it's brighter than you would think given Notre Dame. It's uh it's a more, I mean it's not like a light blue by any means, but it's it's definitely a more saturated blue than you probably would expect. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I was expecting more like a navy. I mean it it's it's not it's not like royal blue. It's kind of like halfway between navy and royal blue. But it has like the Notre Dame patch, uh, and then we have the what is it, octagonal hat that is that is matching that kind of has the, the, the blue and yellow. Yeah, the Tam. That's it. Yeah, I, I um the the original robe that I got from North Carolina State is the just the, the 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 nasty black robe that was made out of material that was incredibly flammable. So so cheap did it look that uh, the first two times I did graduation at UVA, the marshals kept trying to put me with the graduates because <laughs> I obviously didn't have a real robe. Yeah. Uh, so that was not great. So I ended up eventually buying a nicer black robe, but mm -hmm. it seems like every single faculty member has like a cool robe. Like every university now has their own special robe just mm -hmm. for them. And um, it doesn't seem like, I mean, North Carolina State has one, I guess. It's just fire truck red, and I don't know how yeah. excited I am about that. But I so, want to talk about the history I, of the robe. Real quick, though. Uh, so I actually worked with a couple people when I when I was at Penn. I worked with a, actually like three people from Columbia, and theirs is like the most baby blue you've ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah. It it, it stands out so much, and I, I'm glad that Notre Dame is a is a very very neutral blue. Some of the robes that stand out to me, Johns Hopkins is bumblebee yellow. I mean, it is. I, th I think is, I've seen it. Yeah, it's very. I mean, they, it, even Georgia Tech, which mm -hmm. are the yellow jackets, aren't that yellow. Um, MITs are kind of a nasty concrete gray. I'm sorry, my friends who have gone to MIT, but the yeah. PhD robes there are kind of nasty. Uh, Penn's robes are very nice. Mm -hmm. um, the the blue Wait. and kind of a red. Wait, which which school? Oh, Penn. Yeah, sorry. I thought mm -hmm. you said Pitt, and I'm like, huh? no, um, no, no. I, I don't you, like Pitt. I'm from WVU. No, uh, William and Mary, which my oh. advisor was from, mm -hmm. their robes don't have a zipper. 
and it, it is it mm-hmm. is not an oversight. It is an intentional decision, uh, and there's not really any way to fasten them closed. It's Stanford also very is, green. Stanford is the same way. Uh, yeah. That is a, that is a that is a that is a choice. As a matter of fact, that feature is in the the code on academic regalia as provided by the American Council on Education which I am going to talk a little bit about. Right. And actually, we have a quiz, and I like okay. quizzes. All right. but, for, but, but first, I, I, in case folks didn't realize that, and it's kind of probably obvious, that the robe, the academic robe, comes from kind of the, the 12th and 13th centuries, where um, the role of a scholar was often also uh, someone who had taken vows in the church. And so... Mm-hmm naturally the robe kind of transferred over from kind of clerical work into the academic work just because that's just kind mm-hmm. of the way it worked. And the hood presumably predated using skull caps um, for, mm-hmm. for those that were monks or, or you know, or in, or in various orders. Um, there was a, a statute from the university of Coimbra in Portugal in 1321 that required all doctors license I don't know how to say that word and bachelors to wear gowns upon graduation. And in the second half of the 14th century, uh, England uh, passed a, uh, a, a rule for their colleges that said that um, they forbade excess in apparel for all academic faculty, which apparently they don't see the robes today because many of the robes today, I would argue, is quite excess. Yeah, quite excessive. <laughs> Well, I think there's also uh, a lot of connection to the guild system as well. Mm. That makes sense. The idea that, like, as a PhD student, I think the, like, that, as a PhD student, I think that generally is considered journeyman. That would make sense. bachelor's degree novice, mostly, and then apprentice is, like, the later part of that. That that would make sense from from a parallel certainly from parallel perspective you go from journeyman to master and then of course mm-hmm. grandmaster is i guess tenured i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know but um the colors of gowns and specifically the colors of the trimming on the hood were not standardized until it came to the united states and so uh the first uh interesting uh, code uh question that i would like to ask you is it's a rainbow. I am going to give you different trim colors of hoods, and you need to tell me what the doctorate degree is in. Spoiler. Okay. Blue is doctor of philosophy. Okay, so a PhD is dark blue. But, for instance, uh, white uh, is doctor of arts and humanities, and that white actually comes from the color that was used by Oxford and Cambridge way back in the day. Okay. So I'm going to give you some colors and I would like for you to try to guess what doctorate it is in. Okay. Here we go. Orange. Uh, orange is engineering. I believe you are exactly right. Yeah. I mean that, that one I would know that was, that was mine. That's why we started there. Yeah. Medicine. Wait, you're asking now for the color? I, get, I went the wrong way. What colors? I didn't mean to do that. What, what color, color is medicine? Is medicine? Um, so, <sighs> my sister's nursing, but, but I doubt that's the same thing. 
Uh, I'm going to go with red. No. Okay. Medicine is green, and the okay. green actually comes sense. from the color of the of um, herbs and right. stuff. Yeah. So a dark green or an olive green could be what? A dark green or an olive green. Um, I mean, darker olive green. Forest management. <laughs> uh, forest is russet. Wait, forest management has their own color? I don't yes. even know what color russet is, actually. I'm not really sure what color, it's, what it color? sounds like a brown. It does. But, I mean, Harlequin doesn't sound like a green, and it is a green. Russet is... Oh, it's very... It's very um, Virginia well, Tech-ish. Yeah. It is, it is a brown. Yeah. Wow. Um, olive green is pharmacy. Pharmacy. Okay, that seems connected. Let me get back on track with actually asking colors because that was dumb that I got yeah. it wrong. Red. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... It's got to be... I mean, it. red is prime real estate color. Like, one of the early majors is going to snatch up red. I'm going to go with uh, arts. Arts humanities. You need to go really early majors. Really early. Um, theology? Theology. Very okay. good. Yeah. Theology is red. Um, what's another good one here? Gold. I vaguely recall my sister having, I think, gold or yellow. So I, I would say nursing, but I don't think that's accurate. Most likely, nurse nursing is apricot. Huh. Okay. Go figure. I, I completely gold. wrong. Gold, gold is for just science okay and the reasoning according to this is it stands for the wealth in which scientific research has produced you know sir isaac newton also believed in alchemy so that could be uh <laughs> that could be uh another connection one more one more for you to guess then i want to just go down through of them the color officially is drab Drab. Yes, sir. D-R-A-B. Drab. That is I the didn't official know we were color. doing a spelling bee, but okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with business. You are exactly right. Drab <laughs> is business. <laughs> I refuse to believe I got that right. Okay. You, nope. I'm looking right at you. I you want, dra I, drab is an adjective. I didn't know it was a color. I, I'm curious now. It looks like vomit. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> apropos. Yeah, um, here the the other one that's even more on the nose is maize. What 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 is maize? Agriculture, I guess. Agriculture, yeah. yeah. Uh, dentistry is lilac. Economics, copper. Education, light blue. Journalism, crimson. Law, purple. Library science, lemon. Go figure. Music, pink. Oratory has its own degree. Silver, gray. Public administration, peacock green. No, sorry, excuse me, peacock blue. I skipped lines. Public health, salmon. Social work, citron. And veterinary science, gray. Huh. Yeah. The colors are cool. So you can yeah. look at someone's hood, and for the most part, you can figure out where they went, what the degree they have is. Now, that said, if you go to your standard college graduation, most faculty, not all, but most faculty will have 
blue trim because they have a PhD and mm-hmm. you get a PhD in anything, um, basically. And then the colors inside the hood denote the university. So mine is red and white for North Carolina State. Um, and you can know that even though I, I wear the plain, ugly black robe. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Um, lots of cool stuff about that. There's, you know, also information here about what is the appropriate length of hood. Uh, like a, a PhD hood has to be four feet long. A master's hood is three and a half feet long. There's sp- special sizes and everything. Yeah, I remember I, there was the, when I was getting hooded, there was like a guy with a ruler and everything. Oh, yeah. It, so, th- someone's just, was only three foot 11. They got thrown off the stage. It was super embarrassing. <laughs> the, all, all their work for naught. All their papers got unpublished, too. It was a whole thing. Uh, unpublished yeah the, the hood was just the just the wrong size anyway yeah. did you did you find anything graduation related you wanted to talk about uh, i'll be completely honest no all uh, right I, i've been i've been dealing with stuff then then how about i finish with the graduation stuff and then we, if we have oh, any yeah, sure. random questions sure um there have been some really interesting final speakers at uh, UVA over the years. Um, and it is, it's interesting at UVA. And I talked about this during the office hours, the the previous week that UVA has a policy that they will not pay any, um, anyone mm-hmm. to give the graduation speech. It is, you know, pretty common that, you know, around this time of year, you go on YouTube and it's like, Oh, I look, um, Obama is giving the speech here or, um, Stephen Colbert is giving the speech here or whoever it might be. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. po- podcasting great Griffin McElroy just gave the convincement at Marshall of all yep. the places where he went to school. I thought that was pretty cool. He actually gave a very good speech. Here, here's, uh, here's, I, a, here's a fun pe- piece of speech history. I know that a lot of West Virginia University people listen to this podcast. So I, I graduated from West Virginia University in 2010. Um, the computer science program, like UVA, there was an arts and a, and a science degree. And the arts was in the College of Arts and Science, and the science was in engineering. The College of Arts and Science people could choose to go to either, but the engineering people could only go to engineering. The speaker at the College of Arts and Science the year I graduated was Bill Clinton, who, I don't know if you've heard of him before, was a president. Uh, The guy I got was, um, he worked at Halliburton. He, He worked on many projects one of which included uh, deep water cementing processes. I don't know if you remember anything going on in in the spring of, of 2010, but that was kind of relevant to the news at the time. Yeah. I'll, mm. I'll let people Google that who can't who mm. maybe can't remember if, if Halliburton had anything to do with anything going on no. in the spring of 2010. Oh, my gosh. Possibly in the Gulf of Mexico. Possibly in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Interesting. So, so, so yeah, I took harder classes, so I didn't get Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, uh, that is, hang on, Mark, Mark, I'm making a mark here. Okay. I don't think she's woken up. I think something just set off the monitor. Oh, okay. Coming back in. There's a really good article in UVA Today about famous people who have spoke at UVA despite the fact that we won't pay them or give them any sort of honorary degree. So, 
Will McBurney, mm-hmm. time to answer some questions about who has spoken at UVA graduation. Which of these three presidents has not spoken at UVA graduation? FDR, Grover Cleveland, or JFK? Uh, are, are, I assume we're saying while or after they were presidents or at any while, point in their life? While they were president. Okay, while they were president. Two, um, two of these three have spoke, spoke I'm at gonna, UVA. I'm going to play the odds. Okay. Which is to say that Delano Roosevelt was president for what, like 13, 14 years? I can't remember exactly how long his fourth term lasted before he, he went. Grover Cleveland had eight. JFK didn't. I'll, I'll, I'll say JFK. You are correct. JFK I'm did pl- not playing speak. the odds. Uh, I, I was trying to throw that in there because his brother went to UVA law, but um, in 1940, FDR came and spoke and gave w- what was called the stab in the back speech um, soon you know, after World War II broke out. Uh, and he famously said, what is to become of the country we know when we watch um, and and on this 10th day of June, 1940, the hand that held the dagger has struck it in the back of its neighbor in this university founded by the first great American teacher of democracy, we send forth our prayers and our hopes to those beyond the seas who are maintaining with magnificent valor their battle for freedom. Grover Cleveland, however, uh, came just two months before he lest, lost his bid for the second term as president. According to the New York Times that day, uh, diplomas were delivered, degrees conferred, and the usual exercises of closing day gone through with. Cleveland shook hands with 2,000 or 3,000 people, according to the New York Times. And he was quoted as saying, I should hope that every student would want to be president and desiring to encourage the aspiration. I ought not say much on the subject. I don't want to dampen their ardor by telling them too much about about it. (laughs) All right. Got the first one. Supreme Court justices. Which of these Supreme Court justices spoke at graduation? Which one was a professor at UVA Law? And which one was a student at UVA Law? Let me. So, uh, so, all right, hang on. Let me me make a note of this. So, I'm looking for a professor, a student, and a speaker. Correct. So, each one of these did one thing, or one did all three? Yes, it's like the game uh, Love, Mary, or... Okay, yeah, right. Got it. Each one did one. Got it. (laughs) Yep. All right. So, professor, speaker, student. Your choices are Thurgood Marshall, Antonin Scalia, and James Clark Reed, who is from the 1950s. I'm going to go with Reed... I so I don't know I don't really know a lot about the UVA law school. Um I'll go with <sighs> Professor um Thurgood Marshall, student read speaker Scalia? You no, no, stu- no, 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 no. No. Scal- Scalia wouldn't be a speaker for it. Um I'll say, I don't, I, I don't know which one Scalia would be. I can't. So I, I, the other two seemed like a good idea. It was process of elimination, but yeah. Reed was the student. Thurgood Marshall was the speaker. Scalia was okay. the professor. 
Okay. Uh, Thurgood Marshall spoke because it happened that his son was graduating, mm-hmm. and so he he was happy to come and speak in 1978. I did not know Scalia was a, a professor at UVA at some point. He was, very briefly. Um, he was a visiting professor. Um, mm. But yeah, there you go. All right. One more question. The valedictory uh, speeches, however, uh, all bets are off. UVA will pay whoever will come. And they've had some pretty interesting people. Which of these three speakers at the valedictory uh, ceremony was not a UVA graduate? Katie Couric, Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey. Well, I know I know Tina Fey was a student. I'm pretty sure Stephen Colbert did not go to UVA. You are correct. Stephen Colbert's wife went to UVA, and that is mm. how he was one of the reasons he was invited back. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, there's we've had some pretty interesting uh, uh, folks come and speak at UVA. Um, every every graduation speech I've been to has been like the dean of the nursing school or mm. or the governor. The governor always comes and speaks, and it's like even if it's a governor I like, I never really enjoy coming. Yeah. <laughs> who 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 was the speaker this last time? I was. Actually, not at the to drop the fiction. I was not at the ceremony I, because of uh, I, personal ongoings. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who this speaker was. I didn't for clarity, go to, for clarity. Sheriff actually went. No, I didn't go to the lawn ceremony. I oh, went you didn't to just go to the, the lawn ceremony. Yeah, I just okay. went to the department ceremony. Okay, my I, I remember that the speaker at my undergraduate um, at, at Wake Forest was um, John McCain. Okay, and um. The year before that, it was Barbara Bush. Wake Forest just had a parade of Republicans coming through. Yeah, but. I, I I can't remember who I had, so I, I didn't walk for my master's graduation because I was I was already going to PhD, but in care. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who spoke at my uh, at my PhD at all. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, so let's assume that you have graduated and you have your degree and you're off and gone and you're going and doing wonderful things, but uh Mm -hmm. uh-oh, something has happened. Something has turned up. The question from various places that I found the question is, can a university revoke your degree? And Um, the answer is... Are we putting... uh, are we, are we adding any qualification for statute of limitations? I would no. assume, yes, they can. I assume it probably doesn't happen too often, but that, yes, they can. It absolutely can happen. Yeah. So um, there are some interesting cases of this in the history of UVA. In fact, some have gone to lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even uh, Lou Bloomfield, who many uh, UVA folks know as from making Lou's List, which is a tool that we use to look up classes, um, turned in 120 students after they had graduated to the honor committee. Hmm. Um, and that was a thing that happened. Um, but it actually is in the university's best interest to hold the power to revoke its degree right. because it's a, it's a, it's a credential. And if the university's stature goes down because it find they they find out that you know a lot of people cheated or whatever it might be then that hurts the value of other people who have the degree mm-hmm. so um there are actually lawyers out there no shocker here that specialize in 
handling cases uh, from students who have their degrees revoked. Um, and it involves everything from uh, dealing with due process after for academic conduct rules, navigating through whatever the uh, uh, agreements are with the university as far as um, what they can and cannot do. You mentioned statute of limitations, mm-hmm. and that is in it at some point. Um, and then just try to also respect the um, the process of the university so that other people's degrees are still held in high regard. Yeah. And it's pretty I mean, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually not aware of a high profile case where a degree I, I, I do know of, of honorary degrees being rescinded, but they're fake degrees anyway, so who cares? Um but so in this yeah, story I'm not familiar of any specific rescinded cases. Maurice Goudreau of Washington, mm. DC, uh graduated with a business degree from UVA in 1990 and it was stripped in 1998 after it was found that his case had gone to the UVA honor committee and had been basically thrown out. But then someone found out something else later on and it was brought up again. And the way the UVA honor committee works is all records are destroyed if someone is found innocent. So they reopened a brand new case and eight years later, after he graduated, his degree was revoked, and then he sued the University of Virginia for $1.75 million in damages, plus uh, the reinstatement of his, of his degree. Hmm. Uh, I was not able to find out if it actually happened. Uh, the, the, the news articles that I found talked a lot about the, um, the, the issues with a single sanction that UVA has, which has is going to change. Um, mm. and that, that he had this ground for, for suing, but I'm assuming this was probably settled out of court. It would be my guess and quietly went away. And that's probably mm. what UVA wanted it to do, but apparently it definitely happens. And there are articles also from the, um, uh, Chronicle of higher education specifically on things mm. that UVA has done because of our, Lovely honor policy. So I do know West Virginia University did actually have a a a situation where a degree wasn't rescinded, but there are a lot of questions about it, and it involves uh, Joe Manchin's daughter. And it was while I uh, while I was at WVU. Yeah. Oh my. Um. So his daughter uh, apparently, if if I remember correctly didn't actually have like a record of having completed all of the required course credit um like for a graduate degree for an MBA but um there it, it's apparently it was like it is it, a question as to whether or not the courses were taken and the records were actually failed to be transferred or if like there was some shady dealings. What I do know is it ultimately led to us uh, changing presidents uh, of oh. the university while I was at WVU. Uh, oh. so, so the president at the time was uh, Mike Garrison, and he uh, he wasn't there anymore. Well, he resigned okay. uh, in well, okay. 2008. Sorry, my cat decided to make an appearance. Oh, I was about to make a nice cute cat comment, and then you just yeah. tossed the cat unceremoniously. Well, she... The the issue is she'll start meowing really loud, but uh, yeah, oh, no, well, uh, I don't need that. Uh, 
Yeah, it was it was a it was a really big issue actually, and it, it's it's something that a lot of people are still uh, pretty upset about. But mm. you know, small state. I'll kind of leave it there. You know what? Let's 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 lighten the mood a bit. How about we get some some no stupid questions, some tech questions in here that we can we am, can we can help help out some folks with. I am all for that. Go ahead. Hey, the question is. How do I get this guy off my back? This jerk thinks that a dot JPG all lowercase and dot JPG all uppercase are different file types. How do I explain to him? No, they're the same thing. Take a file, change the extension to capital JPG and open it with the same program and it's the same thing. Why did you have to come up? Technically, it won't be the same thing. Okay. Because, because when you save a JPG, it compresses it. Because J, if, so if you take a JPG and save it over and over and over and over again, it loses quality. If you're saving it through an image editing program, well, not if you uh, control C, control V in the file editor. Okay, well, in that case, it wouldn't do it. Sure, but I was, I, I, I was assuming we were dealing with image editing when I said save, like open a file that is a JPG and save it. That actually would change things. That would technically change things because it's going to be compressing the compression, compress, 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 and it will continually uh, make it make it different every time. Um, But it it begs the question. We've probably both been in scenarios where we've had. An obstinate argument with someone because of a. uh, Let's just say it a really stupid technical question Mm -hmm. that. To anyone who is in tech would be just, no, I promise you this is it. How do you, how do you handle that? How do you talk someone down that just would not back down from their ledge of stupidity? I I mean, you're not going to like my answer. I don't. I just, I just stop (laughs) trying to be helpful. Um, if, if this happens with, um, some members of my family, to where I had um, uh, at one point my brother convinced that Spider Solitaire, every time you played it, was installing spyware on your computer. This was the Spider Solitaire that came like built into Windows XP. Nice. And, um, I I could never convince him otherwise at all. Um. So I I just stopped trying to have that conversation. I mean. There's a certain point that if you're arguing with someone and you recognize that they're not willing to actually accept the possibility that they're wrong, then there's then there's no value in trying to correct them. Yeah. A L- little I, bit of epistemology there, but that's... Yeah. The one that always gets me is when someone presses a button and nothing happens, and then they press it again, they press it again, they press it again. I was like... No. No, and then eventually it does something. See, see, it does. I'm like, oh no, it's because the first time you pressed it, it finished processing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part part of it is just that would that tells me it's a bad feedback mechanism. If if that's if if that's what happens, but no, you have to pick your battles. Uh, I mean, you know, if you're trying if you're trying to help someone and they're not willing to accept the possibility that that uh that you're more knowledgeable of a particular subject than 
you know, you're just going to make them angry. You're going to make yourself resentful. Like, yeah, pick your battles, you know. You know, also, I'll just toss out, I think that we in technology have made this harder for ourselves anyway, just because I think that the feedback mechanisms we have produced and also kind of the learned behaviors we have incited in people has not helped. I mean, for instance, we've told people, oh, if it's not working, you need to reboot the computer. No one in their right mind would say, oh, your car's not working. You need to restart it. You know, no, I yeah. mean, that just wouldn't fly. Yeah. But yet it's it's fine. When you when you get a blue screen, you go oh, numb nuts. I got a blue screen. That sucks. Yeah. If your car did that, you would be taking it back to the deal. <laughs> yeah, there's there. There is a joke in there about a car breaks down and uh, uh, four engineers are trying to fix it. The electrical engineer asks about the battery. Petroleum engineer says, is it out of gas? Mechanical engineer says. Uh, maybe we should check the engine. Computer scientist says, hey, why don't we all just get out and get back in again? <laughs> there's, there's that. There's that. Ha 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 joke. Nah, that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, it's not here, here, mine, obviously. Well, of course not. Yours would be even more better. It, inappropriate for the podcast, probably. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, here, here's a no stupid question that I had no idea what it was coming from. Is buying grapes for someone in a hospital a British thing, or do other countries do it too? I didn't know it was a British I, thing. I didn't know it was anything. And of course, the, all of the comments are like, dude, what are you talking about? Uh, why that, grapes? For hydration? No, in some cases, we, you know, <laughs> here in Greece, we bring cigarettes. And I was like, wait, what? Um, that that's an interesting gift that's that's an interesting one <laughs> depending um, on why they're in the hospital that might might not be a good idea finally finally some people you know put two and two together and just said do you mean bringing like a fruit basket like bringing fresh fruit and then everyone's like oh yeah oh sure okay you mean like a like an edible arrangement sort of thing, not just like rolling up with just a bag of grapes. You just yeah. got out of the grocery store. Here's some it, red it's, grapes. It, it, it's a it's a budget fruit basket. It's it's <laughs> just a bag of grapes. You took a you took a, a Ziploc bag of grapes from a three year old in the hallway at their snack. I've been thinking of you. <laughs> you didn't take the rest of the lunchable that they were still eating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. Okay, here's another one. Why do we find animals cute if they if many of them want to murder us? Um I find elephants cute. Yeah, even tigers are super majestic, but why is that? Is there any evolutionary advantages to think that these animals who could actually cuddle are actually cute and cuddly? Well, <laughs> like, well, I mean I I you know, to to actually try to dissect the question. I mean, I do know that the the wolves that had slightly less stress production were more likely to be able to cooperate with humans. And then at that point, humans domesticated them. And, you know, you can actually see the features change as they picked out cuteness. Um, but I don't really know how we objectively come to cuteness. Mm -hmm. um, rounded ears seem to be pretty big on that scale as opposed to pointy ears i find spock very cute you find spock very cute that is <laughs> very cute wh all which the, one uh, all of them leonard nimoy or zachary kinto there's another one too uh Peck? Yeah, but... okay. no, the one from the from the latest series i i i i watched picard season two and i figured i was done with star trek for a bit uh, all, all spocks are dreamy 
Okay. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I think my cats are cute, but there are people who don't like cats who think they're disgusting. Oh, so, disgusting. But uh, I, yeah. Anyway. Last no stupid question. If you had the ability to be a successful drug lord, would you do it? Why or why not? The question here that got me was not the the actual question, which is um like you have the opportunity to be a successful drug lord. The the, the way it's written is if you had the ability, as if you had the skill set mm-hmm. to be a successful drug lord. And that made me wonder. Do I have the right skill set to be a drug lord? I mean, I'm very organized. I'm very good with um, with scheduling and managing people. Um, I don't I mean, know. I'm pretty good at cooking. I mean, food, <laughs> but I assume the principles are the same. Probably. Um, I'm not really a gardener, though, and that that's a problem. Not really. Mm, um, I mean, define successful. Uh, does successful mean <laughs> not dead? Because or, or in jail, because it seems like a lot of times even successful drug dealers end up in in one of those two camps. And uh, no, no, <laughs> no, I and I and I'm like super pro like I have like really like libertarian leaning views on drugs of just like, yeah, decriminalize everything. Fine. No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a drug kingpin. I wouldn't want to be a. I wouldn't want to be an auto parts kingpin. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> and yet, this is why people play Grand Theft Auto games. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, what? What? Hey, there are no stupid questions here. That, that, I, I, that, that is a subjective opinion. <laughs> let, let me just say, I had to skip over quite a few other no stupid questions before I settled on these for today. And that will actually do it for today. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of Regrade Request. If you have uh, hung out with us this long, you're probably already subscribed. But if you haven't, if you haven't, go to regraderequest.com, click on the podcatcher of your choice. Make sure you subscribe to get the future episodes when we actually manage to get them out. I know it's it's happened. The exact same thing happened in December at the end of the semester and we're tired and it's tough to find time to, to record you know, it happens, but you know what? We're still here and we have to figure out something we're going to do to celebrate one year of recording because that's coming up in a um, few weeks. Actually, I think I need to double check that when our first, I, I mean, I, I found it for in a previous episode. I actually said it and I don't even remember what I said, but I, I don't remember when we started actually. All right. I'll, uh, I'll look, let, let's see here. I'm going to click on the buttons go to, yeah. go to the podcast on Anchor FM, Anchor FM, fantastic host for all things regrade request. And I go to the episodes tab and I scroll all the way to the bottom. And <laughs> drum roll, as I have to keep saying over, over, over. We publish the first. Oh my gosh. Will, this is our one year episode. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary to us. We did it. One full year of. Occasionally re- releasing of whatever podcast. the hell this is, yeah, of whatever the <laughs> hell this is. Um, I think counting the office hours, um, we actually have you know 40 something episodes, uh, which is pretty dang good, in my opinion. So, yeah, holidays go, and then the semesters are rough, though. 
holidays in the semesters are rough, but um, one full year, one full, go figure one full year. So uh, thank you. If you've been listening this entire year, we very much appreciate it. Um, hopefully we have another year in us. We'll see how it keeps going. Um, but if you have any questions you would like for us to talk about other uh, improper professions that we should consider, apparently like drug dealer, you can email us at hosts at regradequest.com. We would love to have your questions. You can also record an audio message that we can play back on the show, which we've never done. We've never had one. But one day, maybe mm. we will. Maybe we will. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just go on and use this voice. No one will recognize okay. me. <laughs> well, I guess now they will recognize it. I don't know. No, you need another voice. You need another I, voice. Well, I, I don't want to reveal it because then no, it's true. Then people will know we're cheating, and then our I, degree, and then our degree will get rescinded. What am I? Uh, no, that's true. Uh, which one of them though? See if the if they knock out the masters, I don't think it really matters because I got the PhD on yeah. one end, so it doesn't matter. One of my favorite things to do when reading to Sammy is coming up with voices, and then she'll ask me on the spot to do the voice of one of the characters, and I can't do it. I have to have the text of the character. Yeah. I have to have to interpret the character on the moment you in have, order yeah, to. Yeah, you have to have have their motivation i have to have their motivation yeah. are they Sometimes. are they speaking dourly are they speaking sarcastically you never know i mean with me it always sounds sarcastic so there's one evil dragon who speaks like this and everything is thrilling that does That's not what? sound like an evil dragon <laughs> uh see i didn't even do it right sounds she's like evil. someone yawn talking a little bit <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm gonna record no I'm not I'll record I'll record in the books that's enough that's enough it's enough out of you for myself and for Professor Will McBurney who forgot to say his first name yet again forgot to say his name again at yeah, the beginning of the episode uh, I mean myself, technically I don't say my first name most of the time oh anyway. god let's not do that again yeah, it's the end of the bad. episode for, the, for myself and for McBurney take care be safe and watch for falling goats now, do you think you could be a fallen goats kingpin? I was I mean, trying to. You just need some catapults and some goats. I was trying to figure out what color hood you'd get in Doctoral of Fallen Goats. I mean, I would imagine it'd be like 